Well, hello and welcome to, I think this is the fifth episode of the You've Got Mail podcast. The microphone quality is not as good today. I realise this, but my microphone has died and I don't have any batteries. So we're back to the trusty old phone microphone, which honestly, I've done a few different run throughs and I don't think it's that bad. I really, really don't think it's that bad. (laughs) Do you want to something really funny? I'm literally acting like you're here, but so I listened to this podcast um, called the tab talks i think it's called tab talks i'm going to link it in the show notes below because it's a great podcast honestly i really like it but the whole kind of idea of the podcast um is that she like records before she goes to sleep like it's kind of like a late night phone call conversation honestly kind of intrigued me so i was like you know what that's such a cute idea recording like yourself like just talking to yourself using your voice memos as kind of like a voice journal so the day before my birthday i always get really sentimental no no idea why i just get super sentimental like i always write a letter it's proper cringe but it happens so i was like yeah yeah i'll write a voice memo i'll listen to a voice memo it'll be my new thing Woke up nine hours later. Turns out I just recorded my entire night's sleep. So yeah, I don't think the late night podcasts are for me. So hopefully this podcast episode will be a lot more engaging than that nine hours. Also, I'm pretty scared to listen to it because what if I hear something? Because my phone was under my bed. So yeah, just ignored that nine hour voice memo that I have. It's definitely taken up a chunk of my phone storage, but we move. We move from that. Guys, what a weekend. What a day. I've just realised no one else will know what that is because most of my followers are from America. But to my British followers out there, you know what we mean. (laughs) What a weekend. I don't feel like I can quite put into words what a weekend this was. I'm so tired. Yesterday, I took an extra day off after the festival just to chill. And I literally had a full-on pyjama day. I haven't done that in years. Like, I literally just slept the entire day. And I watched this film called Change Up, which honestly, or Switch Up, Change Up, wasn't great, but it was exactly what I needed. I ended up watching Bride Wars after, which honestly, I wouldn't recommend. I'd watched it before. And I don't know if anyone else agrees with me on this, but it just wasn't, it was just a bit boring i ended up crying at the end which i think shows how hungover and tired i was just sat there crying on my own i was like this is not a vibe this was not a vibe but basically if you didn't know i tried to document it on my podcast instagram account but which if you don't follow is you've got mel underscore podcast no underscore pod (laughs) i tried to document it but i had no phone signal and then i had no like then my phone died then i was like oh i'm just gonna stop trying now and just enjoy it which was honestly the best decision i could have made but basically this weekend so the bank holiday weekend i went to creamfields which is this massive dance music festival in liverpool near liverpool it's not actually in liverpool it's called this place called warrington which is like a bit further out of liverpool but it's near there and it was incredible like i can't quite explain how incredible it was there was fairground rides there were so many different tents there were so many amazing people that we saw and honestly it felt like covid was a past dream like it was so weird to be in a final because i feel like i've been out and i've been out clubbing but this was the first thing i'd done where it was like a mass group of people like proper a normal thing and it felt so good it was so fun it was so like i didn't even think about covid once which i don't think i've done because every time i do something new there's like a thing we haven't done for a while always at the forefront of my mind is like oh, we haven't done this in ages, oh, COVID messes up, I didn't think about COVID once, no one spoke about COVID, nothing happened, I'm not saying we should ignore it and all of this stuff, but I'm saying it was just nice to have like an experience that wasn't dominated by COVID, and guys, 
I had such an incredible time. The festival experience is something else, to be honest. I don't feel like I've ever experienced anything like that. Well, I will experience it again, but I don't know if any of you have been to a festival. But if not, you know what I mean. It's just such a weird experience. It's like there's like 20,000 people all together in this kind of little like cage in a weird way because you're surrounded by this metal fence that you can't get out of. You're just surrounded and like you're kind of enclosed for four days and the whole aim of it is just to like party and listen to music. Like you literally just take four days of your life to listen to music. There's no other objective, just listening to music. Like where else would you ever find that? It was incredible and I feel like because it had been, we've just come out of the pandemic and for a lot of people this was the first kind of big thing that they'd done, the vibe, like the feeling, everyone was just so happy, everyone was so happy. I was just looking around and everyone was just dancing with like massive smiles on their faces and everyone was so welcoming and chatty and honestly, I don't feel like I could recommend going enough. So, my words of advice for the festival experience. Well, you've probably seen my Instagram post about what this episode was going to be about. It was going to be just a one, explaining kind of words of advice about festivals, what you should do if you're going to a festival, that type of thing. But it ended up getting a bit deeper. I don't know if I was just really hungover when I wrote wrote that post, so I was just super emotional because I was also on my period. But I ended up getting to a very, like thoughtful, peaceful state about the festival experience. Like, the very, like... I can't think of the word, not dramatic, deep, but more than deep, like quite maybe spiritual. I don't know what I got into, but I feel like there's more to say about the festival experience. So this podcast is going to be linking the festival experience, everything I'd recommend you do, outfit recommendations, things that I wish I'd known before I went, before moving into like how important experiences, I bet you can hear that siren. I really hope you can't. It's gone now. We're going to carry on. Before moving into more about like how important festival type experiences are. And for me, it was a festival. For you, it might be something totally different. But just experiences where you feel totally free and where you feel like you can be yourself and how important they are for yourself. Because honestly, I feel like a new person. It might be the fact that I'm also quitting my job in two days. Who knows? But I feel great. (laughs) So... The words of advice if you're going to a festival. First off, I feel like we've got to start with the outfits because the outfits are a pinnacle of the festival. Well, they're not the pinnacle, but I cared about my outfits. We all cared about our outfits because I knew that I wanted like nice pictures from it and I just wanted to feel good about myself. So the biggest piece of advice I can give you is plan your outfits beforehand. Do not bring a selection of clothes plan your outfits yes I only planned my outfits the day before but I knew what I was wearing I feel like if you try and plan too far in advance you just change your mind like I planned maybe a week before and then I came to the festival that day before and I was like I don't want to wear any of it I put all of my outfits on and I just felt really ugly and gross and frumpy so I was like no this is not the one this is not the one so then I changed and I felt so good in what I ended up wearing I feel like also if you plan your outfits beforehand, you don't bring as many clothes because Louis brought like 
17 different outfits. He bought like five different pairs of shorts, trousers and all of this stuff. He brought the biggest bag you have ever seen. And I brought a tiny bag. And honestly, his bag took up so much of the tent. So don't bring up too much stuff. Because not only will it take up room, you also have to carry everything. Which is really... Honestly, got a lot to say about that part of the festival experience. I feel like I need to sit still more because I'm used to my bigger microphone and this microphone's a little bit smaller. Okay, so my outfit recommendations. Some great outfits are cords, 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 cords. You know the two-piece outfits. It is such a good outfit to go for because you're fully sorted then you don't have to think about anything else you have to think about except well you do have to think about accessories but you're just your outfit is done you know it looks good you know it's meant to be together also it's very festively because that's just what everyone is wearing everyone is wearing like fully put together outfits and they're so easy to wear and you don't have to think about anything because also although you can accessorize you don't want to accessorize too much like that's another little tip don't bring any jewellery you like. Like, I brought some rings from Primark and I wore my hoops and I wore my necklace. But I didn't wear any of my favourite rings. I didn't wear my favourite bracelets. I didn't wear anything like that because if it... You, right, my thinking was, if this goes missing, if this gets lost, it's going to ruin my festival experience. I will cry. Like, I knew I would cry. So, don't bring anything like that that could ruin anything for you. What else did I recommend wearing? So what did I wear? So on my first day, I wore a swimsuit and jeans. Now, the swimsuit as a top, using swimsuits as bodysuits has been pretty revolutionary in my life because if you think swimsuits, when you get sweaty, they don't go gross or anything like that because they're meant to be in water. Yes, I did get quite warm, but it worked perfectly. Also, this swimsuit, it's like, you'll see a picture of it soon. Don't expose me saying it's a swimsuit. I'm telling you all this in confidence. But it's like, it was like a Calvin Klein, really nice swimsuit. And I was like, I can definitely wear this as a top. And it was reduced in like the TK Maxx clearance section. So I got a Calvin Klein, like really nice top or something for like £17. I don't know if that's more in dollars or less. I'm not very good at the whole conversion thing. Um, but... I would recommend wearing swimsuits and jeans on a day where it's a bit overcast because that day it was kind of cloudy and a bit colder. But you need to remember when you're in the kind of tents and everything, it's so warm and you're dancing so much. So you don't really want a jacket or anything like that because you just have to carry it. So yeah, I would recommend wearing jeans and kind of like a bodysuit type top thing on a cloudy kind of overcast day. The next day when it was warmer, I wore kind of like baggy flare, well, they weren't baggy, like flare glittery trousers with a glittery top. You'll be seeing pictures of all of these outfits. I actually don't think I got a picture in that outfit, but again, keep the secret. I think I'm going to repeat that outfit because no one saw it. So why not repeat it? So I think I'm going to repeat that at Park Life next week. But yeah, that was a great one. I liked wearing that one because it was really, it was, I just felt good in it. And also it was really flattering, but also it wasn't, it was like warm, but not too warm because I didn't want to carry around a jumper because I just, it ends up annoying me. So I, that was a good one to wear. The day after that, so the third day, the third day you're feeling pretty gross. A thing that I brought on the third day, which was life changing, was a sheet mask. Now you can get them from, we get them, I got mine from Wilco for a pound and it was brilliant. And I just woke up on the Saturday and sat out in the sun and put my face mask on and just lay there for like an hour. And honestly, I think it saved my skin because I ended up not looking too bad. Annoyingly, Louis looked fine the entire time. I swear guys have like really annoyingly good skin. 
I don't know why. Not going to lie, I've got them on a great skin routine, so maybe that's it. But still, this rejuvenated my face incredibly. The final day, I wore a skirt and bikini top, which normally I wouldn't wear a bikini top. I feel like last year I wouldn't have worn one. I don't think I'd have been confident or felt confident in it. But this year, I felt it was such a good idea to wear one because it was so warm. And also, it was so sunny. It meant I got a tan. So yeah, these are another things to think of. Don't write off skirts at all because I had fully written them off because I was like, what if I'm on people's shoulders or what if they're really gross and sticky? But I wore like a satin skirt that went below my knees. Um makes me sound like a nun <laughs> but no I wore like a satin skirt that went below my knees and a bikini top and it was such a nice outfit and I felt really good in it and also it was really comfy because I was also on my period the entire weekend which is a whole other issue entirely um so I wanted kind of like bloat friendly dresses or outfits that would make me feel like good in it the short the jeans I only really wanted to wear for one day because they were a lot tighter and wearing it with a bodysuit was kind of uncomfortable I can't lie but you know, sometimes fashion hurts and that's what we've got to do. I've got to sit in a different way because currently my legs are going numb. But yeah, that is what I wore. And I would honestly, I would rewear a lot of those outfits. Another thing I'd bring clothes wise is two pairs of shoes, which is essential. Because if it rains and you ruin one pair, like when I did DV and I had to put on those wet walking boots, honestly, I hated my life. It was horrific. So bring two pairs of shoes in case it rains, but also keep your shoes in the tent at night because if someone steals your shoes, which people will, people will steal any of your stuff that's outside. Like you do, you just want everything in with you because shoes are so expensive. Like I just went to go look at buying some new like Nike Air Force Ones or some Nike Dunks because I really want them. And do you know how much money they are? Like I don't know who thinks that... A bit. I cannot afford that right now. I was thinking it was going to be like 60. It's not 60. I don't know if you guys have this app called Versatare. Right, I said this wrong every time. It's like Versatare. V-E-R-S-A-T-A-I-R-E. You can tell I've been on that app too much. But yeah, that's how you spell it. And I think you have a different version of it in America called like Thread something. Because I've heard like Lexi Lombard talk about her one. But it's where you can sell, it's like a depot for designer clothes and they authenticate them and stuff like that. So it's really good. And I was having a look for Nike Dunks on there because they've all sold out everywhere. And oh my God, they were like 200, 300 pounds. So yeah, hide your shoes because they're extensive and people will steal it. Oh, this piece of advice was honestly the best thing my mum has ever told me in my life ever. So we have this, like, I'd say trolley, but it's more like a buggy. It's more like... Imagine a normal sized desk. I can't quite describe it. Maybe a basket, a big basket. It's just a trolley, which you can put all your stuff in and just pull it on wheels, which meant that we didn't have to carry anything apart from our rucksacks. It did mean that Louis had to carry mine, Mayers and all of his stuff. But just by pulling it, it was so much better than having to carry all the food because we brought so much food with us. Oh, that's another thing. Food wise. Do not remember you don't have a fridge. I don't know why we brought so... Like, Louis brought, like, sausage rolls, chicken stuff, chicken poppers, all of this stuff. I don't know what we were thinking. It would have gone off in the first day. Our tent was, like, a sauna or a steam room. No, a sauna. A sauna's the warm... It, our tent was boiling, so everything in it went gross. I brought yogurts. Who wants a yogurt when they wake up? No one wants a yogurt when they wake up. I brought such weird things. You can tell it was a day before panic. 
The food that I did bring that was so good was like, you know, the innocent smoothies. I don't know if you have them in America, but they're just like little smoothies just in um, containers, kind of like the baby orange juice, the baby orange juices. I mean, the little ones kind of like them. So we brought those and they were so good each morning because I kind of wanted fruit juice, but equally, if I have a big like jug of it, like a big box of it, I just drink that all in one go. So this was good because it meant that I paid, it meant that I paced the smoothies. Guys, it was a hard weekend. <laughs> um, the second thing food-wise we bought were good, which was celebrations, because that was a proper mixture of different chocolates. Like, that was a nice variety. I liked having those. What else? Pringles. I don't know if you have Pringles in America, and if you don't, I don't know how I'd live without them, because I think Pringles are such a top-tier crisp. They're just so underrated. They've just got... They were honestly the best thing that Louis brought. And Louis brought them and I ended up spending £4 on another pack in the festival. But definitely worthwhile. I think they're my new favourite thing. I've got a craving for them, but we will resist it. I'm currently trying to be on a health kick. Not a health kick. I'm just trying to eat more fruit and veg because at the festival, all I ate was hot dogs and burgers. There were veggie ones. So maybe there was some veg in there. We can only hope. Um, other things that we brought that was really useful was my dad told me to bring loads of little bottles of water. They were so good. It would just meant that we had them in the tents, like brushing your teeth, washing your face, because there are not taps nearby. Like you have to walk to them. Well, there wasn't one near us. We had to walk to it. So just having like a lot of water on hand was so useful. Um, anything else that I would recommend bringing? Snacks, but also accept you're going to have to spend money on food. Don't just rely on snacks because you need food like each day we were walking 15 miles but I was only walking that was just dancing like I wasn't actually walking I was just dancing for 10 hours a day but you're gonna have to spend money on food so budget for that oh my god bring as much alcohol as humanly possible because I spent 25 pounds on a bottle of wine obviously that is is obviously that's if you are of age that sentence was really hard to say I don't know why (laughs) but bring as much as you can because I did not bring enough and when I was drunk after the first bottle of wine I was fully prepared to buy another bottle of wine but somehow this like very mature sober voice in my head was like that means you will spend 50 pounds on horrific wine that you don't even like so yeah that didn't happen I don't think it helped that we went on a human blender afterwards so after we okay side story note so when we went to go and see Faithless which is like the song I'm gonna insert it here so you know what song I mean this song um so that's what they're most famous for and it was just such it was so fun we're outside and it was sunny and warm and we were all chatting with new people that's another thing at festivals don't be afraid to talk to new people who are at gigs with you like me and Louie made so many different friends because it's so great because then you find people who are interested in the same types of music that you are and it's good for like gigs because you're probably going to be going to similar like DJ sets or gigs in the future so it's so nice if you actually get chatting to different people um but back to the story so we were just chatting and drinking it was great we were having a great time and like confetti bombs were going off they had fire as well which honestly was pretty scary but it was sick but we ended up drinking on a bit of an empty stomach so we got drunk quite fast and then we went on this ride which kind of you span and then you're on a claw and the claw span and then the claw kind of lifted up in an air because there were four different claws on the ride and they lifted you up in the air and that span. 
Oh my God. It was horrific. So me and Louis both sat on it feeling really sick. When it ends, Louis nearly, like, Louis looks grey like he's about to chunder. He actually, like, crawled off. Like, he was just crawling off the ride, which was really funny. Honestly made my day. <laughs> but, yeah. That wasn't fun. Wouldn't recommend doing that. Would much more recommend bringing drinks with you that you actually like. Or bringing a box of wine. Honestly, I would change a lot about the alcohol that I brought. But we still had such a good time. Um, What else would I recommend? Buy a four-day ticket for the festival. Buy, like... So what we did is we bought a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday ticket. Which meant, means you arrive on Thursday and you leave on the Monday. Which sounds like a long time. But because my... Well, because I'm always late. Like, I'm notoriously late. It's not a good trait that I have, but, you know, I'm working on it. I'm trying. Um, We ended up arriving really late on the Thursday, which actually was the biggest blessing in disguise ever because it meant that we arrived late, so we missed all the queues because everyone had already got in, but we arrived before the Friday, which meant there was still space on the campsite because before Friday morning all of the campsite spaces had been taken, so everyone was having to go onto the further away camps. So honestly, biggest piece of advice if you're booking a festival, go on the first day it opens, but arrive later so you skip everything. Because some people were queuing for seven hours, and fuck that, that sounds awful. Absolutely no chance my queuing. I hate queuing. Like, I properly hate queuing. It makes me angry. Not like the Hulk angry, not like, ah... <laughs> Imagine just in a queue screaming. No, not like that angry. I just end up getting stroppy. Louis would tell you about it, but I go a bit quiet. So yeah, I don't like queuing. So go later. That is a massive, massive piece of advice. Anything else I have? Hmm. Oh, this was a big one for me. I think try to just enjoy the experience. Like, let it be an experience rather than focusing on what you think the experience has to be. I think there's so much out there telling you what the festival experience is like, which can mean that sometimes you don't just sit there and enjoy it. Like I think for the first day, I had such high expectations and such, I, because I'm 21. So it's kind of late to go to your first festival. Like that's quite a late on in Britain. Britain. Oh, that's annoying. It's kind of late on in Britain. Kind of late on in England. I'm making a proper pig's ear of this, but <laughs> that's quite late on to go to a festival. Most people go to their first festivals here when they're 16. Um, so I had really high expectations of what it was going to be like, and I could sense on my first day, I was kind of looking around, trying to fill in everything as if it was a tick box, and then I probably had to be like consciously have a word with myself and be like, what am I doing? Just like experience it and just accept it for how it is because every like festival is different every festival experience is different you can't compare two different festivals like the one I went to was more of like DJs a dance kind of electronic music festival whereas if you compared that with Leeds Fest which is a much more kind of mainstream pop store like Stormzy when Sam Fender when that type of music more mainstream you could not compare them because they're so different. Like a DJ set is such a different vibe to kind of like seeing some Fender, if that makes sense. So yeah, don't try and compare the two. Don't try and compare your experiences with anyone else and really trying to stay off Instagram. I noticed on the first day, I was so conscious that I was at a festival. I was so consciously trying to record things. 
like for Instagram and I just kept being annoyed if I didn't get like the perfect shot or the perfect drop or whatever like that so in the end because my phone was gonna die and I didn't have any signal I ended up just recording what I wanted to record just on my photos and that ended up being so much better because it meant I could have all the photos that I actually wanted but I wasn't like thinking about other people's thoughts about them I was just enjoying recording it so that would be a big piece of advice of try and like enjoy the festival and not focus on it as a content mission as trying to get the best pictures just take what you think take the pictures you think look good that make you happy and go from there and I feel like that rounds up all of my advice for the festival experience just enjoy it you're never going to experience anything quite like a festival it's like a moment where everyone is so happy and so kind of just enjoying themselves I put this in when I was talking on the Instagram post I think you could tell I'm slightly hungover and a bit emotional because I was on my period also being at a period on your festival no being at a festival on your period not as bad as everyone makes out still pretty shit wouldn't recommend was pretty horrific didn't enjoy it but was doable was absolutely doable so if you are in your period don't period period don't just write it off don't not go because of it try like you've just got to be aware of it and just sort yourself out when you need to sort yourself out that was my biggest piece of advice um and just don't let it ruin anything like I had such bad period pains I was like I'm not going to be at a festival again like this like a camping one for so long so I really just tried to put it out of my mind but don't worry I get you it is doable I promise but yeah the festival experience I feel like not only is the festival experience so good for like just making so many memories but it is so important for your mindset like for me, when I was at the festival, I really remember I was in Camel Fat, which um, but I was just stood there and it was the final set of the kind of the festival. So it was the final one, which always means they're kind of like the best one. Do you know what I mean? They've got the most like pyrotechnics, the most things going for them. Um, and I was just stood there and I just remember just thinking, I am so happy right now. And I was just thinking about all the things that I wanted to happen in my life, like the things I wanted to manifest. And I was like, I am so happy. All these things are going to happen. I know they're going to happen. And it was just honestly pretty incredible experience. I just felt overwhelmingly happy. And I remember when I was at Carl Cox, which is another DJ, because we were right at the front and I met this new girl and we were chatting and I was like, this is so lovely. And I was with Louie and we'd had a few drinks. And I was just looking around and everyone was so smiley. Everyone was just dancing in their own bubble and everyone just looked so happy. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, I have never experienced anything like that before. And it was honestly just a moment where I was like, no one here cares. Like, no one actually cares. And I proper had a realisation of it. Like, I could be doing anything right now and no one would care. If you're dancing weird, if you're singing too loud, if you're singing out of tune, if you're wearing not a great outfit that you don't feel great in, if you're wearing a totally out there outfit at a festival, no one cares. You could be wearing the worst thing in the world and the best thing in the entire world and no one will care. And honestly, it was an enlightening experience because it made me realise how much the pressure of other people's expectations and the worry that I put on myself about other people's opinions on me was holding on me. Because in that moment, I just felt so happy and so like in control of my own life and so focused on myself. It made me realise how focused I am on other people and it was kind of shocking. It was great, but it was kind of shocking at the same time. I've never really 
had such a clear-cut moment as that. It was so strange. It wasn't, I wouldn't say strange or weird. It was just kind of amazing. And I feel like everyone needs to find these things where they have kind of a moment of clarity. Like, you, a moment where you're doing something where you are totally immersed in it. I don't think I have enough of these things and I'm really going to try and find more. But in a festival, you have to be totally immersed in it because you're just sat watching music you, and the music's so loud and everyone around you is dancing. You're not going to sit there on Instagram, are you? Whereas like at my job or because the job I work in, it's just kind of like you, you more just have to stand there for a bit and stuff like that so I can kind of just be a, on my phone if I need to be or anything like that. So, like, if I was doing that job, I could kind of, like, I'm not focused, I'm not immersed in one thing. Equally, if I'm, like, reading or something like that, I can find my mind really easily just moves around different thoughts. But at this festival, I could only focus on one thing. And honestly, I want to experience that again. I need to find my hobby where I can only properly focus on one thing. I think I'm becoming better at it with reading because I'm really trying to read more, mainly because I had to renew all my library books and I got them two months ago and that is pretty shocking. Like I had to renew them again and I had to pay a lot of money for it. So they have to be read in 17 days. It's going to happen. I'm a great, really fast reader, kind of, a little bit. But it was just such a nice experience and I want to know what your experiences are where you have your thing where you're just totally focused on that one thing because it is so important I feel like so often we have these moments of kind of like I do a gratitude list each morning I look around and I think about what I'm grateful for I try and be conscious about what my thought processes is I try and be conscious when I have a negative thought pattern when I feel negative emotions I try and dig a bit deeper and think like for example if I'm feeling jealous of someone I realize that that's an insecurity in my behalf not something that they're doing so rather than pushing it onto them I take it onto myself and work on that personally like I do all of these things but having this festival experience made me realize that sometimes you need a big push Like sometimes you just need a massive, massive thing to happen to kind of point out where your flaws are because it really made me realise how much value I'm putting on other people's experiences. And I mean, not other people's experiences, other people's opinions on myself, but also made me realise how much value I'm putting on knowing what my next stage is and this plan that I'm going to have. And I think for some times that can get really overwhelming and I didn't realise how much it was really stressing me out because in this festival where I wasn't thinking about anything like that, I wasn't thinking about what I'm going to do in September, I wasn't thinking about masters, I wasn't thinking about people in my life that stressed me out or anything like that. Honestly, I just felt so calm and I had no anxiety moments, I had nothing like that. And it just made me think of how much, how badly these negative how negative these things are in my life and I think the little habits that you do every morning are crucial like I'm not saying they're not important I'm going to do an entire episode on them but I think it's also important to acknowledge that sometimes not only do you need the big moment not only do you need the little building up moments that build up over time sometimes you need a big moment sometimes you need a proper breakthrough moment and sometimes you need a proper kind of pushing yourself to be in an experience where you're not normally in it and for me this was a festival I'd never been in one before and I was totally immersed I think that's the crucial part being totally immersed in something so whether that thing where you're totally immersed is being at a festival 
could be being at a concert. It could be going for a little getaway on your own. It could be going with friends. It's somewhere where you are not connected to your phone. You are not thinking about your life. You're literally just trying to be so present in the moment. Honestly, it was life-changing. Maybe not life-changing. It was just such a good experience to have. And it's really made me want to like kind of chase those experiences in future. So I think... I'm coming to the end of this episode. I think I'm, I'm I'm finally reaching the end. You've got quite far with this one, but I've explained my kind of highlights. And I've also explained why I think these types of experiences where you're totally immersed in something are so important or making you realise what's holding you back. Because without them, you don't really notice what flaws you have. Well, you do. Um, that sounds silly. You Obviously, you notice what flaws you have, but I think there are bigger issues sometimes that you don't quite want to face yet. I think in everyday life, it's really easy to just mull along as if everything's fine. You just keep paddling, you keep doing okay. But sometimes you need to be totally removed from your situation to finally realise what isn't quite sitting right with you anymore, what isn't working for you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and I'm really excited to record next week's episode. The cop- the content has not yet quite been decided. We will see. I start my new job next week, which is exciting. I don't know if I've mentioned it yet. I'm becoming a beauty advisor. I'm excited about it. It just means I get to advise people on skincare, which honestly sounds pretty perfect. I can't lie. Although I just got an email about the master's applications for Oxford opening and that's a little bit scary. I'm going to have to explain to them why I can't, haven't done a year of experience, mainly because COVID, which has made it very tricky to go anywhere internationally. So I'm going to work out a way. It'll be fine. Other life updates. My little cheese plant has got like seven new leaves and it's so cute. And it's proper like the leaves are separating now. It's thriving. Honestly, it's doing so well. This is your little sign to go buy that plant you always wanted because I wanted a cheese plant for so long. I've just realised I've just been sat looking at it, so the audio probably went weird then. But go buy that plant you've wanted because, honestly, it's making me so happy. Also, I still need to unpack from the festival. That would be my other final bit of advice. Unpack ASAP because I'm currently still unpacking and it's a nightmare. But you've listened to me ramble for long enough. I hope you have a lovely day, a lovely week. And remember to follow me on my podcast Instagram Instagram account, you've got mail underscore pod, where I post every day. You can contact me there, DM me there. And remember to rate, subscribe and review the podcast if you've enjoyed it. Have a lovely week and I'll see you next week. Bye.